this is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is April the 18th, 2019. Strong hand. This is where the big boys play. Offended by selling. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Unconfiscatable. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Deferral of gratification. Don't FOMO on altcoins. Okay, people. This is your last reminder. Tomorrow, 2.30 p.m. right here. This week in Bitcoin is going to be great. Tony Sanak, Zach Vol, and Jeff Mandrew Jr. will be on the show. It is going to be a rocking time. 2.30 p.m. That's before Passover starts. And yeah, at the end of this show, we'll be talking some Passover too. So stay tuned until the end of this show if you want to hear my classic pre-Passover reading. All right. Yesterday, watch yesterday's show. Andy Hoffman was on the show. He was talking about Mimble, Wimble, Coin, Crypto, Dividends, all sorts of interesting stuff. It's always a wild, wacky time when Andy Hoffman is on the show. So check that out. Follow me on Twitter at TechBall, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T, and TechBall.com. DisruptMeister.com, SportsMeister.com for all my podcasts. Yes, all these shows are available in audio podcast form right now. Let's get to the news that you're only going to hear here because we don't do the generic, oh, it's going to go up by two dollars. No, that's not what this is about. Pound that like button for long-term thinking. But here's a story about long-term thinking. Bitcoin does not compete with the U.S. dollar, this Twitter says. What does he mean by that? It competes with the world's least liquid or desired currencies. And he goes on to tell us about, and links to an article about the president of Belarus, of Belarus, I guess you used to call it Belarus, uh, wants to build a data center for Bitcoin mining powered by a nuclear power, <laughs> powered by a nuclear power plant. First of many dominoes to fall in government promotion of crypto. Okay, so yeah. President of Belarus, his country's it's it, not a good currency. Um, he wants to add some value to his country, his country, his currency, his well, whatever. He wants Bitcoin. Okay, he wants his country known for Bitcoin. He's willing to, to go the extra mile to get involved in this thing. And you know, we we've talked about well, what country is going to be the first country to buy Bitcoin? What country is going to be? It's going to be these like second tier type of well, second to third tier type of countries. Uh, that are, you know, their, their currencies aren't great. Uh, they're not well known. This is the way you catapult yourself to a first tier type of uh, country. So this is a very interesting story um, that he's, that here, I'm going to read. Uh, the me- the new measures indicate the Belarusian president wants to cement the country's position and image in being the promoter of innovative technology. The formation of the high-tech park is seen as the country's effort to reduce their economic dependence on oil and gas. Okay, so uh, it uh, obviously uh, B- Bitcoin can help uh, help a country like this help uh, make his uh, currency a thing of the past too. And uh, it wants to build a data center for Bitcoin mining powered by nuclear power plant. I mean, that is very innovative right there. Uh, we have in Canada, you know, how they, how, uh, what's his face is using, what's his name? Steve Barber is, is using excess uh, gas from uh, oil mining to power Bitcoin uh, mining. Well, this guy wants to use nuclear power. So, I mean, this is a, 
next level type of stuff. Uh, we'll see if this actually becomes a reality because we've, we've seen big talk from other countries before. Colonel Swan Jr. sent, and we're going to talk about big talk from some third world countries in a second. Colonel Swan Jr. sends 10 bucks. You could turn this 10 bucks into Bitcoin because Bitcoin is the next logical step in the evolution of money and personal freedom. Pound that like button. Yes, I agree with that, Colonel Swan Jr. Thank you for the $10 in support. Thank you for all the people who support this show. You support the show with the super chat. I read your, your whatever you got to say, if it's clean, and uh, we have a good old time. And hey, man, it helps spread It helps spread the word to the 20 percenters because the 80 percenters, they're not getting this. Uh, they don't, they probably don't, they don't have the uh, listening comprehension to even stick around. They need fancy sets and graphics and uh, eighth tier altcoins and me saying, oh, buy this, buy. No, no, this is for 20 percenters. I appreciate the guys who realize uh, that. Yeah, that want to support a 20% type of channel. And also, in the end of the day, we'll be the ones laughing when the 80 percenters, oh, it's unfair that you knew about and you had inside info. No, it's not inside info. It's all out there. It's all out there for anybody who has a bit of listening comprehension or reading comprehension, who can go the extra mile and actually check out the links below and read the stories that I link to so you get a better idea of what is really going on. It strengthens your hands. It makes you less likely to lose your Bitcoin to get into altcoin ridiculousness and to turn any altcoins you have into Bitcoin, to value your wealth in Bitcoin, to know that Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. All right. Now, obviously, I am on fire because I'm so happy that Passover is coming up in uh, over a little bit over 24 hours. And that this week in Bitcoin will be on this very channel uh, for you to watch in uh, 24 hours from now. But another reason I'm pumped is because Andreas Antonopoulos, he is a strong hander. I linked to a video of his uh, below. And he it is called Bitcoin Question Answer, Lost Coins and the Deflationary Experiment. No new Bitcoin. Okay. He is a guy. There are people out there who says, well, since there's going to be so much lost Bitcoin, that we eventually they should produce more Bitcoin to take the place of that Bitcoin. Forget about the 21 million limit. We need to replace lost Bitcoin. He says, no. Bam. He is into the deflationary aspect of Bitcoin. Surprise, surprise. He's a smart guy. That's why a lot of people get into this thing. Deflationary aspect, no inflation. He goes over the perils of inflation in this video. We know about it. A lot of people, 80% are like, no, it's unfair. We need more Bitcoin. No, dude, You, if you're already here and you're already crying about inflation, you should just buy Bitcoin. Just don't be a no-coiner complaining about the future. Do something. So Andreas, hey, I, I love him. Great video. He also says something that get all the conspiracy theorists going and all the no-coiners uh, will have a big smile on their face for all the wrong reasons. He does say, eventually, you know, if you do not move your coins, like after 50 years, there's going to be a better mining algorithm eventually. Quantum computing will come along and you're going to have to move your Bitcoin in order to protect yourself from quantum computing. It'll be a simple solution in the future. So if you don't move your Bitcoin in the far future, yeah, uh, and you keep it on the old uh, algorithm or whatever, uh, it, it will be, they'll be able to steal it in the future. But it's not like you're not going to get warning about this. Okay. So don't freak out. That's also in that video. And no, it's not, it's not an excuse. Well, it better not buy Bitcoin now because eventually it's going to get hacked. No, it's not going to get hacked. It's going to get, you should buy it. You should, you should value your wealth in Bitcoin and you should, um, you should just realize that, yeah, you're going to have to maintain your Bitcoin in the future. You're going to have to move it. You're going to have to keep up with the times. Um, 
Just like it's advisable to have your Bitcoin on a SegWit address now so you, you can uh, cut down on charges, on uh, mining fees when you when you move it, okay? On transaction fees, when you move whatever it's damn darn card. Um, again, there, there's, there's uh, it's just personal responsibility. You've got to be your own bank. If things change, you got to be able to move it. So you just can't sit there in a daze for 50 years and saying, oh, I'm forgetting about my Bitcoin for 50 years. Uh, 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 and you know, my kids will get it. Yeah, you got to keep you got to keep up with the news. That's why you watch channels like this, and you you know what's going on. You know how to properly maintain the Bitcoin. And hey, again, this is uh, further down the road, and it's just actually it's not really mentioned very much in the Andreas video. But I thought I would, uh, you know, everyone just loves to say the word quantum computing and freak out about it. No, it's nothing to freak out about. All right, all right. So some of you have been sending me. A link to an article, which is now linked to below, about how Afghanistan, Tunisia, and Uzbekistan are, th are thinking about issuing bonds backed by Bitcoin. And there's like a lot of ifs, ands, or buts in these stories. And there's a lot of technical mumbo jumbo and word salads in this story that makes you think that Afghanistan, which is the main topic of the, of the uh, articles, is kind of talking a big game. It doesn't even understand what the heck they're trying to do here. So I, as I said, I linked to it below and I also have some, so they want to raise money in Bitcoin to fund their lithium industry. Eventually the bonds mature and they repay the bondholders with principal plus interest in Bitcoin. Now that that's what I got from the article. Now it, it might not be that it, they, they might have other, some other thing to throw in some magical altcoin or ledger or something, hyper ledger or something, you know, uh, here's the thing. If they obviously have a hard time raising money, it, it, you know, who's going to buy a, a piece of Afghanistan? It, that, it, it's so corrupt. Um, it, it's war torn. So they're saying, and, and maybe, and banks won't fund them or the international monetary fund might not fund them uh, without high interest rates. So why not just say, Hey, People of the world, we're gonna make this real easy for you. We're gonna accept Bitcoin. It's going to help us make our lithium, build our lithium industry, and then we will pay you back in Bitcoin plus interest in Bitcoin. Now that seems like a good deal for them. It seems like a really risky deal for someone who has Bitcoin. Like if you're a Bitcoin holder, why would you why would you trust the government of Afghanistan with your Bitcoin and to pay you back more in Bitcoin? We are those of you who have a spoken to people or read about people who have been in the United States Army and have had to deal with uh, various uh, Afghanis in war situations know how corrupt that situation is and how actually sickening uh, some of the people in the Afghanistan government are. I, I can't even, it's unspeakable what they have done to, to young, young boys. I, I can't, I don't, I, I don't want to like get graphic here. Um, but what some of the people in the army that what Americans have had to shut up about. So to, to, to on that level to show how corrupt they are, I mean, why wouldn't they just raise Bitcoin and then just some of the people that got the Bitcoin in the government just run away to Pakistan and start a new life? I mean, this scene again, so people are very excited about this. They're like, yeah, Bitcoin bonds are here. They're not here yet because this is just all theoretical. And it's a freaking third world corrupt country that's talking about it. Um, and you, you know they don't have their stuff together really either. I mean, how technologically advanced are they? I, I mean, the, the stuff I've heard is very Stone Age that goes on there. Again, that reference to what happens with the, the, the children's horrifying, what, what our soldiers have seen uh, their their soldiers uh, do or hear or whatever. But 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 
But going back, and, and this is not, an, an, I, perhaps there are some technologically advanced people in, in Afghanistan that are really serious about this. Let's say they really get this together. Let's say there really are Bitcoin bonds and people are silly enough to buy them and then they get paid back in Bitcoin. Well, then that's the story. Then they have totally gotten rid of, they have totally removed themselves from the traditional way that uh, governments usually go about financing themselves. They have totally, if that happened, that is big news. That is big news. But uh, I'd like to see, <laughs> you know, I would never buy a Bitcoin bond at all. Why, why would I give up my precious Bitcoin to get uh, to get more Bitcoin and to trust the third party country? I, I mean, again, <laughs> we it's a stateless currency. That's a, They came up with, or Satoshi Nakamoto came up with a, a currency that doesn't depend on a country, yet we have people that want to give their precious Bitcoin to countries in order to get Bitcoin interest because they think they're doing a good thing. Again, this will all, again, there will be a model one day where this will work. A country will pull this off. It will be big. Um, but right now, I mean, to get excited about it in theory, especially when it's being proposed by countries like Tunisia and uh, Afghanistan, especially Afghanistan, eh, okay, whatever, you know, long-term thinking guys, they're going to be some legit companies, legit countries that get into this one day. Um, I guess Uzbekistan's a little bit higher up. It's a former uh, Soviet. I mean, that's more like a lesser Belarus, right? But it, we shall see. And again, the IMF warns, oh, well, be careful about this kind of stuff. Well, that's good. That, that, that's good. If they're saying to be careful about it, you know, it's it definitely it definitely has some uh, some potential there. But uh, yeah, a successful, honest implementation of this um, would would be great. But we're we're many steps behind that. So pound that like button. Moving on. Uh, the bit speaking of Passover, the Bitcoin rabbi, when he was on my show on Saturday, check out again, check it out in at tech vault at disruptmeister.com. Excuse me. He read something called the Bitcoin Haggadah. It was hilarious. He actually tweeted it all out. So you can read it now. If you're Jewish, you'll get a big, uh, a big kick out of it. Uh, breaker magazine set brought this up. There's a Bitcoin reference in the Mueller report and they actually spelled Mueller report wrong. Um, Hey, we all make mistakes. Uh, looks like, uh, okay. So I don't care at all about the Mueller report. I, I think people are freaking out about it today or something. It's It's been, who cares? But what is very interesting, it does mention Bitcoin in it once, they they say. And uh, it it, basically, it, it's, it it appears, because part of it is redacted, that some hackers understand the value of getting their hands on Bitcoin in order to fund their operations. So, hey. If criminals, if hackers uh, know that there are a lot of people out there saying, oh, Bitcoin's worth nothing. No, it, it's not worth it. There were some uh, international bandits trying to get their hands on it uh, to fund their uh, whatever they were trying to do. Again, if you think that uh, if you think that people buying ads on Facebook uh, from a different country, it, it, that's a big deal. I mean, that the people really pay attention to Facebook ads paid by, I mean, it, it's just, it's just ludicrous at that point. Again, it, it, there are better things to worry about in life, people. Don't worry about what uh, some, uh, <laughs> what a, a few hundred thousand dollars in ads in uh, Facebook were, were all about during uh, some election at, at some point. Um, all sorts of countries try to meddle in elections. Uh, yeah, voters, voters suck. <laughs> how, how about that? Uh, 
uh, and uh, if they could be influenced by such mindlessness, that's that's unbelievable. So I, again, I take if if it's something in the news like the Mueller report, I want to hear the Bitcoin side of things. And hey, there were there are people, uh, players in there that clearly valued their wealth in Bitcoin, and were trying to get their hands on some Bitcoin to do whatever they were trying to do. And hey, it's the wave of the future. People know, hey, let's let's do this with Bitcoin. Let's uh, well, let's try to accumulate some Bitcoin and then maybe spend some Bitcoin if we need. You know, they were really in a desperate situation if they need to spend some Bitcoin too. But again, it goes a little deeper. They were involved with some mining apparently. Um, so if you're going to, I think they were trying to hijack. A, it's not clear what they were trying to do. They might have been trying to hijack a miner to try to steal Bitcoin to fund their operation. Again, it clearly has value. Well, Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin, but obviously there have been coins that try to uh, pretend to be Bitcoin like BSV. If you're a fan of BSV, hey, man, I'm giving you the other side of the story here. Link to below. Not that I – it's ridiculous. But link to below, there, there is a whole BSV YouTube channel. So if you want to eat up their propaganda and, like, just lose your mind and go into a world of insanity that you thought could not exist, check out that link below because, hey, there's it, it's a whole other world. It's bizarro world because they think Satoshi's someone different and – Hey, but hey, it exists. It's links to below. You can see the mindset of the BSV people on their own channel link to below. Matt Odell brings up a point here. You are all acting like you have never seen an altcoin, he uses a different word, get delisted before. If a chain has real demand, some exchange will list it because there is money to be made. Carry on. That It's a great point. You know, some people are like, oh, it's uh, they're censoring a coin. It's unfair that a that a uh, an altcoin is being kicked off in an exchange. It, it's happened before. It'll happen again. If the altcoin is really being used, if they're really being demand, if there's really demand and it gets kicked off of one exchange, then some other exchanges are like, well, wait a second. Let, let's us list this. If they don't want to deal with it, if they don't want to make money, then we'll make money off of it. But if nobody else jumps into the fray, I mean, because, you know, everyone's speaking, well, this is a moral decision to get rid of SV. Maybe for some people it was to get rid of BSV. But they're, they're going to be, you know, there are other altcoins ex exchanges. They have they don't care about morals. They don't care about, they care about pure monies. And hey, whatever, this is where the big boys play. Some exchanges are going to be like that. So if your altcoin gets kicked off an exchange, and if it's so great, another exchange will pick it up. It's just if they can make money off of it. If there really is demand, and that's how they make money off of it. If these exchanges make money off of coins, it if people buy and sell on, on their exchanges, okay, that coin. If there's demand, and uh, again, there was and some of the exchanges, they 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 what, what people are used to is that there were all these eighth tier coins back in the day. That just bribed their ways onto the exchanges because the exchanges knew they weren't going to make any money off of them. So they were just like, hey, well, we'll just take a bribe from them at first, which a, a tremendous bribe, which is another way exchanges made money. So again, if your exchange gets uh, kicked off of a, if your uh, coin gets kicked off of an exchange uh, and, it, and there is no demand for it, but for some reason you have a lot of money and you really feel the need to, to get on an exchange, then just bribe an exchange because their exchanges are still except bribes out there too. This is where the big boys play. So let's talk about something else that is in the news. Um, and this is from the market ticker. A guy, I've mentioned him many times, Carl Denninger. He's a very smart man. He's so smart that he just like misses some really obvious points some, 
times and doesn't understand how real people think or sometimes what's what's really going on. So I'm going to read you something that he put on his on his page. You can link to it below and you can tell me what is wrong with it because he's a Bitcoin hater. And because he's a Bitcoin hater, he's blind to what is wrong with what I'm about to how this could easily how people could easily get around what he is proposing. OK, he says, stop illegals, kill remittances. The administration is going to the Trump administration is going to cap remittances by legal U.S. citizens to Cuba. It can clearly and legally do this. It could also ban all remittances by other than low lawful permanent residents or U.S. citizens to any set of nations it so chooses, like Mexico, Honduras, etc. This would instantly dry up the illegal flow, the illegals, illegal alien flow. If you got here, you couldn't send money home. You couldn't pay the coyote who brought you here. You couldn't get tax-free under-the-table money and send it to your family back home. There would be no economic reason to come here if you had anyone left behind. Trump could do it in an afternoon. He's right. Trump could do that in an afternoon. But everything he said is wrong. I, I want Trump to do it. I want Trump because all of those people will just get paid in Bitcoin. We'll figure out a way to get Bitcoin. Remember, I mentioned in Los Angeles before, I forgot what company it was. It's got machines in um in, in supermarkets there where you can buy Bitcoin. Well, you better believe if they caught they cut off remittances to Mexico and Honduras, if Trump did that suddenly, that the people would find a way to get their hands on Bitcoin from those machines, from the people they they would buy it on the street with the cash. They would still get paid cash by people. People would sp still pay them cash to mow their lawns. Then they would figure out, they would take their cash to the machines, to people in the street to buy Bitcoin from. They would easily, could easily send their Bitcoin back to Mexico and Honduras at that point. There would be a great demand to purchase Bitcoin in the United States by illegals at that point. And people in Mexico and Honduras they would, they, their families back home would receive it that way. It would be a way around remittances. They would figure it out real fast. So Carl Denninger, he says these very firm statements. If Trump did this, it would stop. The illegals would have no purpose here anymore. They couldn't send money back home. They couldn't pay coyotes anymore. No, they would just, they would just move on the Bitcoin. This would, it would be, a, it would be a big moment in the uh, use case evolution of Bitcoin. In, in in and actually, you know, it, it, not as a store of value anymore, but as a, as a means of exchange. I mean, it would be used as people would, and uh, and and as a way to transfer money across borders. Uh, that 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 also. So, yeah, let let Trump do it. I really I don't give a darn. I mean, I it would be great for Bitcoin if he did that. So Carl Denninger is he he misses the boat on Bitcoin here because he's such a Bitcoin hater. So you could be a genius. Remember, like Carl is clearly a genius. Um, but you you can miss some things along the way. No one is perfect. Um, someone in the uh, commenting on yesterday's video when Andy was on the show, Andy was talking about you know preparing for the uh, Mimble Wimble coin uh, crypto dividend, the airdrop, and he mentioned something about moving all your Bitcoin to one address. That actually is not a good idea. It's it's not a good idea. It it destroys your 
anonymity, whatever you want to call it. It's not, it's not a good security move. If you've got Bitcoin addresses, um, you know, you got Bitcoin on your Trezor at many Bitcoin addresses, just sign every address. Okay. You know, don't, don't all, don't try to reconfigure it and move it all into one, one place. Um, because that, that isn't, that gets rid of you being anonymous or if you were, if you made one, if there was one transaction, one address that wasn't anonymous, and then you move them all to one address, it connects that one non-anonymous address to all your anonymous addresses, and then someone could figure out who you are. It, it's just it's not a good idea to move everything to one Bitcoin address after you have, you've had numerous Bitcoin addresses uh, through through the years. So um, just you know, be be careful what what you're doing in preparation for crypto dividends and everything. It doesn't take that much time to to sign every single address. It, it think if, is that worth it to you? I mean, it, is it worth it? I mean, think about how much you think the M MWC coin is going to be worth. Come up with a number in your head and say, well, I'm going to make uh, I'm going to do this well in terms of Bitcoin. Um, yeah, it's worth me spending a half hour, uh, you know, signing every address or whatever. How long it takes you? It, don't don't move it all to one address though. I, I do not recommend that. So uh, anyway. Another tweet out there. Uh, th this is uh, this is real fast. Uh, th there's a chart out there. If you had invested $100 in each of these coins at the moment they, they, of the exchange listings, how much would they be worth today? And it shows you that Bitcoin is way surpassing all of the altcoins. Again, this is for people who value their wealth in, in, in people who love to get into this. Well, my altcoin has increased by this much. And eh, Okay, th this kind of shuts those people off. If you get into arguments like that, shuts those people up. If you uh, if you get into arguments like that with them, some people enjoy charts like this. Again, value value your wealth in Bitcoin. Who who cares how much each one has gone off in terms of fiat? We know that Bitcoin is the one. If you get into these petty argument with with altcoiners, you're you're really wasting your time. Okay, it's uh, but some people like the chart. It's linked below. Toward the Meester. Our new report, Bitcoin in heavy accumulation, is out. Read it here. Well, I tried to read it here, and you have to. You, it sends you to a link, and it asks you to in, enter in your email address. And they say they're not going to share your email address, but I didn't even want to share my email address. I read the summary very quickly. A big takeaway from this report is Bitcoin whales are now accumulating during this down market, as we have theorized. The rich are getting richer and people are going to complain about that, that in the future. But there's a truth. It's in your face. Bitcoin whales weren't crying and screaming and selling their Bitcoin. They were getting more Bitcoin. Okay. They were getting big. They weren't playing games with altcoins. They weren't gambling on exchanges. Um, they were buying more Bitcoin. And this report uh, talks about that. You can read it in full if you want to give toward your, uh, your, your uh, email address or his company. But uh, hey. I love it. Just just more strong hand news, more news for the long term thinkers, more good news for those who can defer defer gratification. So that is the end of the regular show. Um, I'm going to read from the Haggadah in a second, as we as I usually do right before Passover. I can't do it tomorrow as we're doing this week in Bitcoin. Um, pound that like button. I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Subscribe to the channel, like the video, bang the bell button to get reminders of when we go live, supposedly. Uh, YouTube doesn't really send out the reminders, but hey, it's YouTube, whatever. Um, and if you don't if you don't like YouTube, then just go to sportslicemeister.com and listen to all my videos. You don't need to see my beautiful face. Um, click on those squares that you see at the end of the show. That's my most recent shows.
conclusion of the Seder. Ended is the Passover Seder according to custom, statue, and law, as we were worthy to celebrate it this year. So may we perform it in future years. O pure one in heaven above, restore the congregation of Israel in your love. Speedily lead your redeemed people to Zion in joy. Next year in Jerusalem. 